oh, procrastination. And then you feel guilty, like, oh, it's just me. I'm just, I just don't do it. Or you, you know, you self-sabotage in a way. But is it you or is it the energy around you? <clears throat> when you ask yourself that question, you reframe everything because now you're not saying you're the problem, but you're asking yourself, how do I change my surroundings so I can change myself? You are now about to experience the revive effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey, but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. Each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life, and you'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture. It's time you learn to love your body and ignite the fire that makes you feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Here we are yet again in another episode of the Revive Effect podcast. Thank you again for joining us today. My name is host Matt Celestio here at Revive. And I'm so excited for this episode today because this is around a topic that so many of us struggle with day to day. Now, that concept is called energy. And usually when we're talking about energy in our health and wellness space, especially here at Revive, we're always relating it towards sleep or towards nutrition or towards something else that's going on in your life physically. But today we wanted to challenge that concept of energy and take it into another level that a lot of us either aren't aware of or we just kind of discredit because, you know, maybe it's not proven in the science or maybe we don't believe in this kind of stuff. But we really want to get into this topic of vibration and energy and how the way that we think and the way that we feel every day is sometimes 10x more powerful than the food we are eating than the sleep we are getting, than the exercise that we are doing. So many of us go through those highs and those lows. And I know so many friends and sometimes myself included, like you sometimes just wake up, you slept eight hours, you said, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a great day today when you went to bed. Yet you wake up feeling sluggish, tired, and sometimes irritable for absolutely no reason. And why is that? You know, you're doing everything right. You're, you're doing literally everything, all the blogs say, all the influencers say, Yet you're waking up in this kind of glummy, bluesy state, not very motivated, feel like you're missing out on life. And that, my friends, is what we are going to challenge today. That is the concept of energy. When you're in that state, when you're in that low kind of bluesy state, you're acting at a low vibration. Your energy is very low. And again, that could be a health-related reason for sure, which I always recommend to go get checked out. But at the same time, a lot of us really struggle internally, energetically, and that is the reason for that low vibe feeling, that kind of diminished motivation that you go through every single day. Now, the guest that I have on my episode today is somebody that I go way back with. I've known him for a hot minute, and he's been on the show multiple times, and that is my boy, Mahib Mansuri. Now, what you need to know about Mahib, he is one of the most motivated guys I know. He's always vibing high. He's always great energy and company to have around, especially when I'm feeling low. He can break me out in a snap of the fingers. He's great. But one thing you need to know about him, what he does and why he's so motivated and fulfilled and driven is he owns a marketing or an email marketing agency for SaaS founders and marketers. I've seen him build it from the ground up and he is absolutely crushing it. 
He's a serial entrepreneur. This isn't his first time at the Rodeo. He's been playing with the big boys for a hot minute. He's also a real estate investor. So he's always got something going on. He's always driven. He's always working. He's always grinding. And I go, where does this guy get his energy? He definitely has a secret that so many of us need to tap into. And he's always someone that's vibing high. It's actually very admirable. Now, I've lived with him. I've seen him go through the highs and the lows. He's seen me go through the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship, relationships, or even just operating day-to-day life. It's a very demanding life we all live. So I've seen him go through the lows. He's seen me go through the lows. But yet again, Mahib comes out on top time and time again. And that's why I'm excited to have him in this episode because we dive into a lot of topics in a very raw conversation. This episode wasn't outlined This episode wasn't planned. We just said, let's get in the studio. Let's make some recording and let's see what we can touch on in terms of energy and how to raise our vibration, especially when we're feeling low and unmotivated. And we touch on some really great personal stories in this episode that I think you'll have a lot of actionable takeaways and a lot of daily nuggets that you can start sprinkling into your life with such ease. We get on the topics of gratitudes, how to reframe situations. We talk about how the people around you can either unmotivate you or trigger you, which causes you to spiral downward, make you feel more negative, unmotivated, and how to get out of that and make a 180 out of your life in a quick snap of the fingers. And sometimes all it requires is a perspective shifts or the little daily nuggets that we are going to give to you in this episode. So I encourage you to stick around because not only of as yours truly on the podcast, myself, do I dive into some great personal stories and again, a little bit of science. My man, Mahib, comes at you hot with some really great insights, some really great wisdom. And again, we just have that nice back and forth conversation. So I invite you to be part of this conversation today. Kick back, keep your headphones in, put away your distractions, and let's get into how to hack your energy. Welcome to the Revive Effect. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Host Matt Celestio here, and I'm joined by one of my closest friends, my business confidant, smart entrepreneur, and just a wealth of information, Mahib Mansuri. Thank you for being in the studio, man. Dude, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Now, we got always a killer episode lined up. It's your third time on the show. How are you feeling? Excited. I know we got some really cool things to talk about, and yeah, man, let's sh- let's share this with everyone. Nice. So... The topic that we're focusing on today is around this energy. Everybody's always talking about energy, whether you're chronically tired, whether you're feeling high vibe, or whether you're just, you know, in that rut. And I think this is a really good topic because so many of us go through the highs and lows and we're very affected by the energy around us, whether we know that or not. So I want to open today with a story because this morning I went for my nice morning uh, nature walk and I ended up taking my dog with me, Bailey. Little cockapoosh, 30 pounds, she just likes to go outside. Now, when I go on my nature walks, it's like this nice blissful experience, nice and relaxing. It's quiet. And I just soak in that sun. Like you said, you're feeling the vitamin D get absorbed. Okay. I love it. But this morning, Bailey was driving me bonkers. Okay. She was pulling me in all kinds of directions. She's panting like a maniac. So I can't even enjoy the nice solitude and quietude. And she's making me walk through puddles and she's pulling on the leash. It was just a disaster. And in that moment, this was before we actually got in the studio, right? So I'm thinking, I got to say this when I get on the show today. My energy was so easily affected and changed by the presence of Bailey being there. And I think this is a good metaphor because so often in our lives, we don't realize the effect or the extent to which other people in our environments 
have on our energy, on our vibration. So I want to ask you, man, like, where do you feel the most high vibe and where do you feel the least, the least high vibe? I think it just depends on your goals. It depends on like what you're trying to strive to go for, what you're trying to do, how you're feeling in the moment. Like you said, you're on that walk, right? The intention you went out on that walk was to have a nice, peaceful, calm walk. But Bailey's intention was different, right? <laughs> she wanted to run around, go into puddles, whatnot, all of that great stuff. But you, there was a misalignment. You know what I mean? Because of that misalignment, you felt like, you know, you didn't feel good. You felt like, oh, the energy wasn't right. Like, I didn't feel good. It wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy that walk. But if your energy was playful and if it was like, oh, yeah, let's run around. Let's do this and that. It would have been energizing for you. No? Very true. Right? So it all comes down to the intention you set yourself before you do anything, before you go anywhere, whatever that might be. And that intention is basically, um, you know, the road you're paving for that energy to flow. And when you think about it that way, it kind of clears a lot of things up because sometimes we're frustrated in certain moments. But somebody else, you know, if their dog's going around, jumping around, going into puddles and all this, it's because, you know, she's excited or whatnot. And maybe that brings them happiness. Maybe that's what they intend because that excites them, that energizes them. So maybe it's a point of reframing the way you're thinking about it too, right? But in terms of myself, you know, I like to understand what I'm grateful for. I like to understand what my goals are, where I need to be driving towards. And I like to base my intentions off of that, right? I have a business that I'm running. I need to get clients. We need to build perfect processes. Our clients need to be, you know, satisfied, you know, and it's all part of the process. But if I'm in a place where I can't work or I can't work on client satisfaction or my processes are not right because I wasn't able to work on them or I'm being driven by other people around me that's preventing me from working to make sure those things are moving in the right way, then that's going to cause frustration, mm. right? So it's a friction in the energy that you don't want, right? So when you set out with an intention, okay, this is my intention to work on this. My intention is to work out. My intention is to eat healthier. My intention is to have better relationships. Whatever it might be, you need to make sure that you have alignment with your intention and, you know, whatever you're going to be going, the people around you and all of those things. Alignment is the key. I love that. Now, I want to just pick at that a little more when you're specifically talking about alignment. And let's say somebody's very intentional with their goals. Let's let's take someone for New Year's as an example, okay? This year, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to go to the gym a little bit more. I'm going to start walking. And I, you know what? I want to do some yoga practices. They really want to build health into their lifestyle. And they have this good intention moving forward. Now, they may be aligned with their goals. But let's say the people in their surroundings and in their environment are in a totally different tra trajectory. They are not aligned with this person's vision. So in your personal experience, or even let's just talk about it theoretically, the fact that these two people in their lives are misaligned with their lifestyle that they envision, how is that going to negatively or positively impact their success moving forward with that stuff? Yo, I think like we all know the answer to this, right? It's like that common thing where the, peop the five people around you, you're the average of them or your environment shapes you. We've all heard of these things, right? So it's obviously going to negatively impact that person in terms of the goals that they want to achieve, right? If they're hanging around people that always eat junk food and unhealthy stuff and unhealthy lifestyles and they want to live a healthy lifestyle, it's going to be really hard to do it because now your environment is not set up for you to succeed, right? It's technically set up against you and now you're going to be really reliant on discipline and willpower which makes it 10 times harder to be successful mm. right but how do we get around that is a question right because in my personal life i'm going to open up a little bit over here i like to eat healthier 
I like to live a much more healthier lifestyle than other people in my household, okay? But because I'm always around these people, it impacts me significantly, right? So how do I kind of navigate that? I like to work out more often, right? For example, if it's a cold day outside or whatever, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to head out to the gym, I could get told, oh, it's cold, or there's going to be traffic, or all these negative excuses. But that's just because the mindset that that person is, the lifestyle that that person lives, that's normal for them. But it's not normal normal for me, and it causes frustration now, right? So you have to be able to reframe this in a way. Number one, you need to reduce resistance by being grateful for the people or things around you, okay? Because we oftentimes associate all these things as negative, 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 bad, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. But hey, at the end of the day, it might be good people to you. It might be your parents. It might be, you know, your siblings, your closest friends or whatever. You got to be grateful for everything always. Mm -hmm. Bailey, you went on a walk with her or whatever. You're grateful for her though, right? And you have to remind yourself that intentionally. And when you do that, it kind of funnels that energy into something more positive. That's step number one. That's nice. Step number two is... Push yourself in the right direction, okay? So you need to be able to surround yourself with something or you need to set up cues or something around you that's going to help you push through that little phase. There's like this whole thing, um, statement, where it's like if you do something for two minutes, if you just convince yourself to do it for two minutes, you're going to continue to follow through with it, mm. right? And in that same way, if I'm going to say I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to eat healthier or whatever, starve yourself of the distraction for just two minutes and see if you can continue to push through with that. Right. If I'm trying to go to the gym, this guy's telling me, no, like, I'm just going to I'm just going to ignore it for just two minutes and just keep going with my life with the way I envisioned it in my mind. And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I will still go. I will still work out. I will still enjoy it. And I reduce the resistance. Right. There's going to be there's always going to be other energies around you, whether negative, low vibrational, high vibrational, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Things that are, you know, pushing you further from your goals and things that are pushing you towards your goals, whatever it might be. You need to resist the. You need to create, uh, reduce the resistance, and just funnel that energy into the right direction. That's it. It's as simple as that. That's beautifully articulated, man. That's really good. Yeah. Now I want to add to that too because, like you opened up, like sometimes for me I'll open up too. Is, let's say I just hit the gym. I came downstairs after and I showered, made my breakfast and smoothie. I'm feeling good. Nice weekend. It's a Saturday. I have the whole day ahead of me. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to read this. I want to learn that. Like there's so many, like you said, great intentions for the day. However, in your environment, the people that surround you most of the time, if they're doing low vibe things, it's so easy to almost just get pulled into that low vibe. Or it also makes you just kind of closed off. It kind of gives you like an ick. Like, why are you doing that? You should be doing way more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So like you said, you need a little bit of a work around there. One thing that I help or that helps me at least reframe that is knowing why does that or why does looking at that person bring you down? Why does that looking at that person give you that ick? Once you understand why, it makes it so much easier for you to just go, you know what? Okay, I'm going to just leave that alone and I'm going to actually go back to my to my work. I'll give you a good example. For me, when there's a lot of people around me just watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it get, there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to preface with that. If you don't want to spend your Saturday watching TV, you had a long week, good, do it. But for me, like it just gives me such an ick because why? I don't give myself the time to watch TV. And if I do, the entire process is guilt driven because I could be working on X. I could be working on Y or Z. You know what I'm saying? So once I yeah. reframe that, I go, you know what? They're not affecting me. It's me against me in this case. I'm bringing me down because I'm allowing their actions to be influenced by me. Does that make sense? Yo, 100%. And you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of people that, you know, 
um, often procrastinate or they have laziness or they push things away, push their work away without kind of realizing why they're even doing that, Mm. right? You might think about it where, you know, oh, procrastination and then you feel guilty like, oh, it's just me. I'm just, I just don't do it. Or you, you know, you self-sabotage in a way. But is it you or is it the energy around you? And when you ask yourself that question, bro, when you ask yourself that question, you reframe everything because now you're not saying you're the problem. Of course, there's something that inside you that has to do with it, right? But you're asking yourself, how do I change my surroundings so I can change myself? And sometimes it's not always about manipulating the things around you, but it's about manipulating the things within you to change the way the things outside of you impact you. Deep. Pick at that a little bit. Pick at that a little bit. <laughs> because, dude, like when you think about it, right? Procrastination might be an internal mental thing. You might just have a bad habit. Let's say it's a habit in your subconscious. Just kind of keep pushing hard tasks away. It's always the hard things people don't want to do, right? It's tax season right now. Nobody likes to do their taxes. They always kind of like wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And then it's like last minute. It's like, oh, shoot. I got to do it. I got to do my taxes, right? <laughs> but, and that's just one example. But in that same way, we have so many other things that we want to work towards. We want to do. Whether it's living a healthier lifestyle, eating better, making music, starting a business, the list goes on, mm. right? But we often procrastinate. When we tie that to ourselves, we create self-sabotage. We talk down on ourselves. We make it harder for ourselves because now we're adding resistance, okay? The moment you shift your mind and you think about your outside world instead, okay? So inside your mind, inside your body, inside your heart, your soul, whatever you want to call it, you're limiting yourself from doing these things. Certain things need to be reframed inside there. So this is the manipulation that happens within yourself, Mm -hmm. okay? But once you've reframed that, once you tell yourself, no, I'm gonna crush this, no, I can do this, I can create a plan, I can, I will. Once you create the reframe within yourself, you need to manipulate the outside world, the external world. And that means setting things up for success. That means dedicating time. Okay, you know what? The energy is not right in my house on these days or whatever, and I really want to get started on working on this business, I'm going to go to a cafe every Saturday morning. So instead of just sleeping in, watching TV or whatever, I'm going to go to a cafe in the morning, have a nice breakfast, have my laptop, and I'm just going to start digging in, doing some research and just setting the intention to do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Let's talk about another example that a lot of you probably have already heard. If you're trying to go to the gym or eat more healthier, okay, let's, let's stick to eating healthier. I like that one because if you have junk food in your house, that's resistance. Right. Because now you're going to open the cabinet or open the fridge or whatever. And you're seeing unhealthy foods. You're literally supposed to stay away from that. But yet somehow you keep putting it in front of you. What the heck makes you think that it's just, oh, yeah, like I just won't eat it. We all have temptations. We're human. We have desire. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you see it, when it's right in front of you, it's really hard to avoid it. But the moment you move it, let's say let's say you get all of your junk food in your house, just get a big garbage bag, get all of the junk food in your house, put it in there, go donate it, whatever, give it to your friends, whatever, who else wants to eat it, don't throw it out. But now you've gotten rid of it and you replace all of those things with healthier alternatives. Now when you're hungry, when you're looking in the fridge, the cupboard, whatever, you only have healthy options. No resistance. No resistance, mm-hmm. right? So what we've done is we manipulated ourselves inside. So we made the changes, we did the reframing inside, we did the internal work. And then we used the outside as well. We manipulated the outside, reframed it, changed whatever needed to be changed. It took two things, but now we have alignment. Now we have zero resistance. This is how you win. That's beautifully articulated. Now, I love the way that you really dove into the environment. That's that's like 50% of the battle, what you spoke about. 
But like you said, reframing internally because they work in tandem. The mind and environment work in tandem. They often say, you'd probably know this, your room is a reflection of how you are feeling inside. You got a messy room, chances are you probably got anxiety. If you're more calm, cool, and collected inside, your room probably looks like a Zen garden. So when we're talking about environment, fixing that environment up for less resistance or you know less friction, which starts in the mind. And I think the best way to do that is to understand the mechanisms for why you're procrastinating, for why you're self-sabotaging. And a lot of this, and I find personally when I read psychology books or even if I work with clients or even if I just talk with my friends day to day, the reason they really don't make the change or they don't move forward and they self-sabotage is they're just... It's this feeling of, I'm not good enough to do it. I'm unworthy. And I know it's so cliche to say, but when you really dig deep down and actually think there for a second, like when's the last time you gave yourself a compliment? When's the last time you lifted yourself up like the way you hype up a friend? You know what I'm saying? And I'll give you a great example is the days where, because I like to do this little exercise in the morning where I do, it's like a a, a self-love body exercise. I tell everybody part, I love it and why, okay? I'm like, seriously, like hair, thank you for being so healthy and full. Thank you for helping me look good thinking about guys who are losing their hair, like that is that immense gratitude that you hold there Then just understand, like, I'm really grateful to continue having this or even legs, people in wheelchairs. I'm so grateful for my body X, Y, and Z. Now I feel much more motivated to go for a walk, to go exercise because I've just expressed that love and that gratitude and that high vibe internally to my body rather than just saying, oh, you know, like I just look gross today. I look fat today. Are you really going to make change if you're telling yourself, I look fat today, I really, I don't look good? It's like, it's like a uh, hard-ass coach telling you, you're like, you suck, you need to be better, like, you're not good enough. You're going to say, dude, screw you, like, I don't care. Rather than you have somebody who's gently guiding you, say, you know what, man, don't worry about it, it happens to the best of us. Let's clean up inside and let's go when you're ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And one thing I'll tie it with is that's energy, right? Like, when you tell yourself... I don't feel good today or I feel like this or I don't like this about me or whatever. You're literally training your subconscious to believe that. Every time you do that, you're proving it to yourself. And that's the energy that you're going to be giving off into the world. That's the energy that you're going to accept from the world, right? So one of the key things is to hang around people that have positive energy in that sense to solve your problem. You know what I mean? Like if I have a problem procrastinating, I want to hang around with people that are true killers in their work that are on it they're action takers with urgency if i hang around them i will automatically absorb that energy and start to work so much better procrastination will be lost in the dust you know what i mean so it's about framing the right people too right because that's it's all energy that's what it really comes down to being grateful all of those things is important but i think one of the things that you know we've been trained in the last couple years and maybe even five years that we could say is to be so soft like Mm. people are way too easy on themselves like way too easy (laughs) wake up do the work Mm. and get to what needs to get done right it's literally simple but we make it so much harder right like an example is you know you really want to work on something for a really long time you just don't really push it you're just not hard enough but if you had to do that same thing for work if your manager was breathing down your neck hey i need this done you get it done why do you get it done right away? You feel pressure. Why are you not putting the pressure on yourself? Mm. Put the pressure on yourself to do the things that you, you want to do, to think, do the things that you like, the business you want to start, the lifestyle you want to live, the workouts you want to do, the healthy eating you want. Put the pressure on yourself, mm. right? Like, why would you 
not do that. Why would you just go softer on yourself? Oh, I don't want the, uh, you know, we'll do it. We'll, we'll keep it gentle. Of course, you want to be gentle and positive with yourself, right? Mm. We don't want to add more resistance. But add the urgency, man. Take the action. Push yourself. Mm. You're never going to get anywhere if you just keep kind of going slow, going gentle, whatever. I think, I, I truly believe you need to push yourself to the limits. Push yourself past the limits. Mm. Show yourself and prove yourself what you can do every single day. And when you live your life this way, when you continue to push yourself, when you continue to work really hard towards the things that you want to do, when you continue to not let things distract you, when you continue to reinforce your discipline and your willpower, you automatically become like that. It becomes... It, it, it becomes normal to just operate like that. Next thing you know, your distractions aren't even distractions. They don't even, you don't even see them, not even your peripheral, right? So I think that it's really important to train yourself to become stronger, to, you know, put pressure on yourself, push yourself to go further. Because if you're going to keep, you know, letting things slide, not adding the pressure, you're not really going to get to where you want to be because you're going to train yourself to let it slide. It's all good. Mm, very true. So it's almost like finding that nice middle ground between Andrew Tate being your coach and like some fairy tale kind of BS, right? I'll take Andrew Tate. You'll take Andrew <laughs> Tate, eh? <laughs> Very true, man. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. But the thing that I want to maybe even challenge you a bit on is a lot of people, when they have this resistance, is this our culture really creates this almost broken self-image that we all have. So sometimes, like for you and I, it's very easy to take action on things. We've been grinding for years. We've built that habit. We've built that mental resilience. But for somebody who's deeply just so, like, they feel overwhelmed by the culture, it's very hard for them to take that action because they've been beaten down so many times or they've just been compared so many times. And to that, I will actually, I'll actually add a little something saying it's hard to just start from zero to 100 like the way, like from where you were starting your entrepreneur career till now, that's zero to a hundred. So it's hard to get there. So what I will, I would actually, uh, what do you call it? Encourage is when you're doing things, starting out, do things that feed the soul, not the ego. And when you do that, you feed the soul, you start raising your vibe incrementally to where you start getting to that zero to a hundred when you actually start getting to that hundred. And I'll give you an example. People who are usually very broken or intimidated or they're very insecure in their ability to do something they usually most of the time engage in activities that are very low vibe they feed the ego i like scrolling instagram i like watching netflix i like gossiping i like eating junk food it's very hard to take action when you're doing all that all day everything you're doing is sucking your vibe down however if you go you know what today i'm just gonna read 10 pages i'm gonna learn something for 10 pages now you're in a much more positive frame state. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I feel much more rewarded now that I did that. You know what? Instead of ordering Popeyes, I'm going to make myself a nice little Power Bowl for lunch. That's a sign of self-respect for your body. And slowly over time, you're eating high-vibe foods. You're engaging with high-vibe content. You're learning and you're growing very incrementally, aka feeding your soul what it really wants. It's much more easier to start putting some more pressure on yourself. I did 10 pages yesterday. I'll do 20. Not a problem. You know what? I cooked lunch today. Screw it. I'm not going to the bar tonight. I'm going to make a nice dinner. And you see over time, slowly as you feed your soul, your soul starts to evolve alongside with that more high vibration. Yeah, dude. Two things. The first, what you said, Matt, was very important because what you basically did was disassociate the negative from the thing that you don't want to be doing, right? Because you like, okay, I'm scrolling on Instagram or like I'm constantly distracted or whatever it might be, right? But if I disassociate the negative from that and I put my energy into the right thing that I want to do instead, 
right? Like you said, like the ordering food example or whatever it might be, right? Like I'm going to remove the negativity from that because that's actually holding me down. When I self-sabotage, when I tell myself, oh, like I'm scrolling and then I feel like crap, like you're actually just holding yourself down. Let go of it. Let go of that energy, Mm. right? Disassociate from the negative and then boom. Find a positive. Now now you, yeah, you reframe with a positive. You you do something else that you actually want to be doing, right? Second thing, I forgot. Uh, it's okay. It's going to come to you later <laughs> on in the come, episode. Bro. Yeah. It'll come. You know, I'll actually add to that because it, you make a really good point too. And you jog my memory is, again, with engaging with activities most of the time, whether high vibe or low vibe, most of the time when we're going throughout our day to day, most of us live the same day, majority yeah. of the time. So it's very easy to get stuck in automated habits, automated behaviors, automated thought processes. And this is where the concept of energy in, energy out really comes, right? Energy is supposed to flow in and out. It's like money. You don't, if you're holding on to your money all the time and it's very scarcity driven mindset, it's going to be hard for money to come. You're not showing the universe, you know what, I'm okay with letting some go because I know I'm going to get it back. It's the same with letting a text go to a friend. You didn't answer in five hours, it's okay. I'm not going to put resistance waiting for that text. It'll come back to me. It's this nice flow of energy. And where I'm going with this is the fact that when we get so deeply rooted in our behaviors and our automated habits and thought processes, it becomes normalized, whether it's positive or negative. And that's where energy starts to become stagnant. It's hard to manifest better things if you're always doing the same thing. There's no push and there's no regression. It's just is. It just is. And when you're in that stagnant energy, that's when you feel like that rut. That's when you feel there's nothing exciting. When's the last time you smiled, like legitimately smiled? Right. And this all goes down to just being mundane, stagnant, and you need to actually put things into motion to let that energy flow in and out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100 percent. And then this brings me back to the forgotten thought. Right. See, it comes <laughs> and right back, man. It's, it's literally just putting the reps in in the right direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when you're working out, you know, you got to do a certain amount of sets. You got to do a certain amount of reps and you got to up the weight if you want to build muscle. Right. Yeah. You have to keep going. You have to keep putting the reps in. You might not go up, you know, a weight class unless you, you know, do a certain amount of reps, certain amount of sets for like two weeks straight, right? Like if I'm, you know, hitting the bench, if I need to go get to the next level, it's going to take me time, especially as you get higher and higher, right? Like if I'm benching, you know, more than two plates or whatever. Now for me to get from two plates to three plates, it's probably going to be way harder than it's going to be earlier on because of the momentum I'm also building up. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's 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 about that, you know, you might have to start small, right? You're not gonna be Superman on day one. Right. So you start small and you continue to grow, you continue to grow. But you see how that thing snowballs, and this is what you mentioned, right? With the energy. You're letting it flow, you're letting things go, you're letting things move, you're putting things into motion. Mm-hmm. Inertia, right? And this this I guess physics lesson where like things in motion like to stay in motion, like to right? Stay in motion, yeah. yeah, but this is what this is what it is because when you have momentum, you milk that shit, right? You use that momentum to your advantage. Don't let that slide, right? You can miss one day. Don't miss two. Don't miss, miss two. Miss it once. Don't miss it twice. Simple. Mm, just keep keep things moving. in motion. Keep yeah, it moving. keep it moving. Yeah. Because that's the least resistant route. I think we've been programmed to often go against against the grain, like go, go for the resistance. And of course, we're going to face resistance in life with energy, with all things, any endeavor that you're going towards, whatever, right? But the whole purpose is, you know what? Like figure out, you know, what the world is showing you, what the world is giving you. What is least resistant? Why would you make like why would you take a harder route to anything if there's an easier way to get there? If you've been given the easier way and like all the signs are saying take this way, take this way and yeah. you're going to ignore that. No, you're going to take the way, right? And along with that, you put your reps in. You keep putting your reps in. When you get that momentum, that motion, all of that, 
you're going the easier way because there's less resistance. Are you going to stop that momentum and then drop it all and then go the harder route after? Because now you have so much more resistance. Mm. It's super simple. It's like turning a dial, right? And stay in motion. It's easy. That's great. Yeah, I like that. Now, I want to I wanna transition a little bit here because you just jogged my memory with a conversation I was having with my friends last night. And I know you'll resonate with this because we've spoken about this before. And we were talking about the one, the one girl that was there. She goes, when I'm at home with my family, she goes, I am so unmotivated. I don't want to leave my room. I don't want to cook. I don't want to do anything. But then she said something that really caught me off guard. She goes, but the second they leave, I get a burst of energy. I feel like I want to cook. I feel like I want to go in the kitchen and play my music on the communal speaker. I want to do a little bit of yoga in the living room. And she goes, but it's only when they leave do I feel that way. And when they come back is when I start closing up again. Now, I, again, me geeking out, I have to go on the internet and I have to understand why this is happening. Mm. And there's actually an entire field dedicated to this in science because energetically speaking, science and spirituality or religion, they don't really, they don't really blend well. So when we're talking about picking up on other people's energies, they can either bring us down or they can bring us up. It's like going to a bar. You feel really depressed the next day. You're like, okay, there was way too many energies in that bar. Mm -hmm. But if you go, let's say, to a motivational speaking event, how much energy did you just pick up on to be more motivated? We're very easily influenced by our environments, but there hasn't been a way in science to actually articulate this because it's very energetically, it's very wooey. But this entire field that I'm speaking about is called psychoneuroimmunology, okay? Hmm. And it literally shows the biological mechanisms in your body happening within environments that cause you to feel certain ways. And I'll give you an, I'll give you another example. You show up to work, you're feeling good. I have a good day. It's a nice Monday. Boss is off today. I'm going to just relax, do my work. But the second your boss comes in, stress response. You start getting a little more sweaty maybe. Your heart beats a little more fast. Yep. That's the perfect example of somebody's energy that you're picking up on, especially if your boss is a hard ass and gives you a hard time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my question to you in this case would be then when you're surrounded by an environment that is making your body biologically feel this way, whether it's low vibe or, you know, unmotivated and energetically speaking, making you feel less motivated and kind of tired and closed off. What's your workaround to that? Is there a workaround? Like, what do you do in that case? Well, I would honestly take it a step back because I think there's a negative association to some of these environments or some of these things. Right. Like my family's here. I can't work like I just completely this, that frustration, whatever happens. OK, my boss comes around stress response. OK, there's negative emotions related to these things. My boss comes around. Oh, she's like this. Oh, she's like that. Oh, she's going to bring me work. Oh, like all these things come up. OK, that is the reason there's biological changes going on inside. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's an impact of your emotions. Right. You're feeling this way. And of course, if you're feeling away, you're feeling away. Like that's it. Accept it. OK. But it's the reaction to the feeling that will change your reality. The reaction to the feeling. Yes. Because if something let's say I'm sitting in my family, it's I'm getting frustrated because I'm not able to work. But they're all watching TV or whatever. My energy is low. I've associated a negative feeling with them. And I'm just convinced myself that, OK, it's them and they're the problem. I'm, I'm not taking the responsibility mm -hmm. when it really is me because what I've done is I felt away, okay, accepted. You will always feel things. You can't control what you feel, okay. But now what I've done is I've convinced myself that I feel like this. Now I'm frustrated. It's because of them, and I'm gonna feel the frustration now. You might be subconscious, subconsciously feeling that frustration now or whatever it might be, right? 
That was your reaction to it. You chose to react with frustration that's now debilitating you from actually doing any work, doing the things that you desire, whatever. You've locked your energy up. Mm-hmm. But remember how you said earlier, Matt, you have to let the energy flow, mm. right? So now let's say you're in this situation and you know you consciously tell yourself, okay, that's okay. Like I'm not working right now, but what I'll do is I will go out for a walk reset my energy, come back and do something or do something else. We're like, I'm going to hang around with them for a little bit. They're my family. I love them. I love spending time with them. You positively frame this and then you tell yourself, but when it's time to do work, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually head over to the library for two hours uh, and do something or I'm going to go to the yoga studio or I'm going to get out in my own energy and do what I need to do, right? You can't keep blaming other people or keep blaming other things or keep blaming other energies the energy that's within you, the energy that you accept and the energy that you give out is actually a choice. Yes. It is a choice because you choose what to accept and you choose what to give out. If I chose frustration to react with, then I will start to give out frustrated negative energy. It's simple, right? So you choose the, the association you want. You want it to be positive or you want it to be negative. Easy way to do this is to be grateful. Okay. If you're with your family, they're watching TV or whatever, if that makes them happy at the intentionally be grateful you know what look we're all together i at least have a family that's here with me they're watching tv we have the we actually have the ability to watch tv (laughs) there's families that can't even watch tv okay we're actually all sitting together on a couch we have a couch right (laughs) we're living in a house together so many people don't get to live with their families you know how much they miss their families right so when you reframe it a great gratitude is an easy way to reframe this positively very easy way to do it and like you said, every morning you kind of reframe things positively, right? About mm. yourself. That's one way. This is another way. It's the same thing, but it just has to do with gratitude. Reframe it positively. Don't give out the negative energy. You might feel something. You might feel badly. You might feel whatever. And then it might evoke the frustration, right? Do not continue to react like that. Catch yourself. Be aware of it. Reframe. Train yourself to be aware of it. And then reframe it, right? Give out positive energy after figure out a plan. Okay, well, I'm just going to do this. And don't add more resistance. The more frustration you add, the more negative emotion or feeling or whatever, all those things that you keep adding, you're fueling the negativity. You're fueling the low vibe energy. You're fueling what you don't like. But for some reason, you keep accepting it back. And now you fall into a spiral. Yeah. Key, just be aware. Positive reinforcement and do you. Or sometimes you just need that reset, like you said, because it's 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 easy to say, yeah, be grateful in the moment, which I think is very powerful. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, that energy that just holds on to you, I think resetting would be the best option for you in that sense. Just walk away, take that walk. Hell yeah. Do a quick little vinyl session, whatever whatever it is for you. Bro, dance, go into the backyard. I don't know, play with your pet. I don't, I don't care what it is. Whatever it, it is. Right? And like, I think there's like a whole like, there's like this thing, man, where like on podcasts like these, People are like, oh, like, it's so positive. It's so this. And it's almost cringe. We're like, oh, these guys are just talking about positive this, positive that. Or they're like living like a perfect lifestyle. But it's not about perfection. I think everybody keeps chasing perfection, but it's not about that. Like, yo, you're going to come up with situations where you're going to be frustrated for a whole day. Or you're going to procrastinate for the whole day. Shit's going to happen. Right? Nothing is perfect. I will tell you, dude, even like the most successful person you think that there is, I guarantee you, not everything is always perfect for them. Right? You should never chase perfection. And I myself don't have perfection. Me and Matt, we're both working on things every single day. We're both struggling with countless different things, but we're working towards it. We're learning through it and we're sharing these experiences. So as a listener, 
don't ever think that, oh, like everything should be figured out or I got to like, like, you know, all of this craziness. Because now what you're doing is you're putting too many things in your mind. The key to win is just keep it simple. I might not be perfect. I'm going to get things in motion, positivity, and I'm just going to keep going. Just keep going. That's the secret. Keep the motion and momentum, right? Yeah, bro. Wow. Now, to wrap up this podcast, I want to touch on one last point that I want to pick out of what you said. And it really stuck with me is sometimes you just got to be with yourself. And I can't remember how you framed it, but there was something around being with yourself. And around this whole topic of, you know, hacking your energy, becoming your most vibrant self, most highly vibrational self, whatever it is. I think when we're talking about reframing your environment and reframing your mind, these are all really great tactics. But one thing that I like to keep in mind is, you know, sometimes things are just meant to be experienced with yourself. Some You don't always need to go to the gym with someone, right? You're always saying this person drags me down. Stop trying to get them off the couch. Go by yourself. You know, I want to go out to a concert with, you know, and see my favorite band that I know. I, music makes me feel so happy. Nobody wants to come with you. Go by yourself. Be in your own energy. And most of the time, even if we're not in the physical presence of others, we're distracted by a screen or someone on our Instagram reels. Very rarely are we within our own energy to know what it truly feels like to be with ourselves, to feel high vibe. You know what your energy feels like when you're yeah. at the condo by yourself. You go, oh my God, this is fantastic. You're dancing, you're shaking your butt while you're making food. I know I'm right. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. No, maybe you do it. Uh, maybe it's just me, man. But like, I, that's the whole point is when you're in your own energy, you can be your true authentic self. You can yes. do the things that you want to do and you don't have to hold back. You don't have to wait for anybody to do something or you don't need to look for validation from someone else. Be with your own energy. Yes, 100%. Hands down agree. I think one of the things that we get caught up in this world with technology, with, I don't know, just everything going on with the media, culture, all of these things is you need certain things. You don't need anything, right? You choose what you need, right? If you like to go work out with a friend, you like that. You might prefer that. And then because you do it so often, you might think you need that. Of course, it's a great form of motivation. It's a great form of pressure, whatever. But go out and do it anyway. Why do you need somebody to come with you, right? Like the concert, whatever it might be. I think all of this comes back to spending time with yourself, understanding yourself, tapping into spirituality, tapping into, you know, higher power if you believe in that in the world to truly understand, you know, where do I want to go and just help me get there. Let the, let the world help yeah. you get there, right? Because here's what I like to often say. The world is rigged in your favor, but only if you believe it is. Love Only that. if you believe it is. Love that. The moment you're introducing resistance or like, oh man, this bad thing happened. Now another bad thing happened and this or that, whatever it might be. It doesn't even have to be that negative of a rut or whatever spiral that you're falling into. If you continue to kind of push yourself into weird paths that are not in you know positivity or in the way that are going to get you to your goals, you're not going to really make it like that, right? So you have to truly believe that the world is in your favor. When you are being tested on certain things, when you're being challenged with a tough situation in your life, dude, the world is rigged in your favor. There is a lesson in everything from the higher power, whatever you believe in, right? There's positivity in it. Certain things are going to bring you closer to God. Certain things are going to bring you closer to yourself, to your family. Certain things are going to push you away from certain things. But you have to remember and have complete faith in the world. You were not brought here for no reason, right? You are here for a purpose, for a reason. You are a being. You have energy. You might be spiritual, you might not be, right? At the end of the day, if you believe the world is rigged in your favor, 
It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter about all these little things that we often get caught up in, right? When you do that, everything tends to be in your court. Everything, no matter what. Anything you try to achieve, you can achieve it because the world is rigged in your favor. You're brought on a challenge. It's okay. I'm just, I'm going to learn something through it. I just, I just got to keep going. You accept it. That's what life is. Accept and keep going. Yeah. The world is never happening to you. It's happening for you. Exactly, bro. I think that's a perfect place to end this episode. Tie it all beautifully together. Mahib, thank you for being on the show. Where can our listeners connect with you and find you on the internet? Dude, my favorite place is Twitter. Hit me up at underscore Mahib M. You get to learn a lot about my business, my thoughts, my beliefs, my opinions, all of that great stuff and tap into my lifestyle. So hit me up there. Beautiful. Thank you, man. We're going to link that in the show notes for everybody. As always, thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time on the Revive Effect podcast.